Look at all this beauty. Yeah. I love it. That's what I love. Three beautiful black women on today. Shout out to you, Pat. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> this the relationship? <laughs> Guess what, guys? I found out that I'm Nigerian. Are you really? How much? 35%. I thought you were white. I, I thought you had like 35% Caucasian. There's there's a lot of white in there. Like how, how much, Pat? Like 50? How much? 34. You what So you, you need do? to be celebrating your whiteness too. You're oh, you basically don't. just as white as no. you are Nigerian. Stick to the Nigerian no. part of you. No, I have, I have a lot of, I, I'm like 60 something percent black, but there's 3% Chinese in there. Shout out to Meg, my sister. Uh, no, you need to shout Korean. out the whites before you shout out the Asians, okay? Meg is Korean. <laughs> you know, general general Asian. I'm, I'm, I'm Asian is what I'm saying. Uh, barely, barely, Pat. But I, I am I am I am Nigerian mostly. So uh, you guys will you guys will stop this this black queen stuff. I am a king. There's <laughs> <laughs> still left to be determined. Uh, Pat, what is the deal with your upper lip, though? Where's your mustache? Nice, right? Uh, it just doesn't show on camera. It's there. It is what there. Is, what just happened? Looks, Why just you, looks, you look like an angry kitten right now. You look very fierce. Like you would fuck a bowl of milk up. You wish a bowl of milk would come I am, up. I am a Nigerian king. An angry kitten? <laughs> How did you find this out, Pat? Ancestry. Oh, Ancestry.com? Mm-hmm. My now they get a cotton swab or something? No, my brother did it. I'm just jumping on the results. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. You jumped on his results? These aren't even your specific results? They got the same parents to here. It's the same thing. The same but wait, like, I mean, aren't the, the genes are different though, right? I mean, like. No, not your genetic, not where you're from. That part is the same for all. They have the same parents. They said wait, brothers wait, don't I, have this to. Say, this is what I'm saying, man. Me and my sister are uh, from the same mom, but we have- No, like, y'all have different dads, so you can stop the discussion right there. Y'all daddy not the same with me. Y'all from- I didn't know that you remembered that, okay? So Here, shit. Here, you- <laughs> I test would, understand this. Here, Seth would say 45% pork. There's 17% <laughs> pollo. <laughs> Little carne asada. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it here, man. Damn. <laughs> I hate it here, man. I, 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 I don't like it. I've had um the worst stomach ache all weekend long, bro. Like, I don't know what it was, but like when I tell you it had me down bad, like and it was it it messed me up. Like it gave me that gas that wouldn't leave. So just like my back was hurting. My lower back was just just Why you, like I almost you push that out. Push you you get that out with your hand, you gotta go like this. To hear and it'll come out. Ah, right, well, that didn't work for me. It I'm just, sorry, what? What did you say, Meg? When you like, if you have like, if you have so much gas that it hurts in your back, you just take that part where it hurts in your back and push it down, and your your gas will come out. Yeah. Have you guys yeah. never seen Last King of Scotland? I yes. Have. I, I, I couldn't remember what part of the or what movie I remember somebody doing that from. It was like, oh, it's just yeah. Bad. 
Yeah, well, he put the you're watching. In and then the doctor just pushed the gas out. And he's like, oh, oh, oh now, you know. Yeah. Well, he was watching the last Burger King of Scotland. <laughs> okay, I was waiting. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I saw it coming a mile away. You I don't care it. what you saw. The last Burger King in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get there. <laughs> wow. They your, said uh, we could have it our way. I get it. That's great. Your, your background and, and your, your whole look, it looks, it's a vibe. It is. Zaynab is like you always. Have a atmosphere at your house. Oh, are you a plant mom? It's cute. It's cute. But I'm, I'm, you know, I've been looking for a house, so I'm very tired of this place. <laughs> are you a plant mom? You know, Once you start looking for a house, the current place where you live just be like dirty shoes when you try yeah. on new You're like, man, I yeah. gotta have like this place anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to like love on it while I'm still here, but... I'm ready to be done. Zaynab is in a relationship with her apartment, but she's checked out of it. She's just oh, yeah. there right now. <laughs> well, how long y'all been together? I mean, I've been staying with him for about six years, but I just, <laughs> my heart isn't in it anymore. I'm going to be honest with you. And That's hilarious. That's hilarious. That's Zaynab will come on. Seven. Hmm? Zaynab will come on Zooming with the homies and make other people change clothes. She doesn't request it, but her presence is like, let me go put on a tie. Well, only you did that to hear. <laughs> so we got to talk about the male ego. Ooh. Please, it, wasn't, it wasn't just the male Please. ego. It was just like, if if, if when D-Lay comes on and he too fly, I'm like, let me change change something. Ali came on, okay. he had a big brim on, I had to change my head. I was like, hey, man. D-Lay made you change your outfit. That's really funny. Here, you are enough. Too. You are enough to hear. Shut up, you are worthy. <laughs> yeah, you're, I, I think you always look nice. Thank yeah, you, you do. Don't be worried about what other people do. I think you always look great. I appreciate yeah. that, Zayna. You, you, you got good fashion sense. Yeah. You say what, Kev? You say you have good fashion sense. Thank you. Thank you. But you need to stop eating that cat litter. That's why your stomach was hurting. Ooh. Don't do that no more. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and laugh. Flip flop. Flip flop so fast, man. You so just, the thought of to hear in a grocery like line. He tried to say flip flop, but he said flop bop. <laughs> then he tried to quick, fix it quickly. To hear buying uh, kitty litter without a cat is hilarious. <laughs> he just like to use it where people use granola. I put this in my uh, my yogurt. But they still have granola, though. I don't care. That's why people hate him. Kev, who told you about healthy foods like yogurt? What are you over there eating? Just gravy right now? Over there dipping a blow pop in some gravy right now. Eating a plate of gravy is just hilarious. Like, you really didn't give up on life. You just, yeah, I got some warm gravy before the show. What is that, pudding? Nope. Is that a new light pudding? <laughs> no, let me, on that same subject, have y'all seen the um, the dessert hummus? Chocolate hummus. I did a video about yeah, it. Yeah, they have no chocolate way. hummus. I've seen sugary. I, I can't bring myself to taste it. I think roasted red pepper hummus is, is the creme de la creme or the, what did you call it to here? Shut up. Creme de la creme. Creme de la creme or something. Creme de la creme. That's what he said. Roasted red pepper hummus is as good as it gets. But I can't I'm imagine garlic, girl. with chocolate. What do you say, Meg? I like the garlic one better. 
Garlic wait, is, wait, wait, wait. How did you say to red pepper, but like like garlic? Garlic is way more an intense flavor than red pepper, man. That's why it's great. It cleans your blood. It keeps the vampires away. And what about your shoulders? Because it has been doing nothing for them. That was lazy. Oh, was, that was a reach. Hey, Tom, he said it correctly. It's just bomb. I feel like I have to go <laughs> That's hilarious. Hey, bomb. So, Zaynab, I'll bring you up to speed. I mess up a lot when I'm speaking. And anytime I do, Kev takes that opportunity to uh, do uh, an announcement like a sports announcer. And that's where the hey, Tom comes from. So, you will see that probably about. 16 to 48 more times throughout this. This joke is like five months old right now, Zaynab. It's about I've seen it. I've seen it done before. Oh my God. Yeah. You do mess up words to hear. Yeah. <laughs> Not as strong suit. <laughs> okay. The speaking was like eating. I've been killing it though. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, listen, this is a great uh, place for us to get started with the first topic. And we're going to jump right into it right after this. Hey, what up is to hear more. And listen, I don't know what your favorite show is, but if it's on cable, you're probably paying too much for it. I'm just, I'm just put it out there, okay? That's why I got with Philo, okay? Because I'm not paying $85, $95 for monthly cable subscription. That's ridiculous. You know how much Philo is? Philo is $20 a month for live and on-demand TV. That's right, live and on-demand TV, okay? You get to record as much as you want, stream it from any device, Okay, laptop, phone, Roku with the TV, Apple TV, Android TV, Fire TV. That, there's nothing that you can't stream this on, okay? Like, why would you continue to pay an enormous amount of money for cable when you can get Philo? Huh? Well, well to hear, I, I get to record my show on such and such and such. Philo has unlimited DVR. Do you hear what I'm saying? Unlimited that means an infinite amount of space. You get to record whatever you want, baby. And, and Philo allows for multiple profiles and multiple sources of streaming. That means you don't have to wait till such and such finishes that show to watch your favorite show. It doesn't matter. You love HGTV like me? Come on, let's watch and see if we're going to love it or listen, okay? Let's get on this VH1 and see some old videos real quick and get that nostalgic feeling. You don't have to wait till such and such finishes watching the news. You can do it right now. And because it's Philo, there's no course, okay? There's no commitment. There's You just you pay every month for as long as you want it. And when you're done, you're done. That don't matter. But you get to get the cable and watch the shows that you want for $20 a month. $20 a month? You can't beat that. And, and you know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? Because I'm your player partner. I'm going to hook you up with 25% off your first two months. 25% off for $20 is what? That's $5 off. So you're going to get Philo for two months for just $15. You hear me? Fitting. $15. All you have to do to sign up today is go to philo.tv slash squad. S-Q-U-A-D-D. And you'll get 25% off for your first two months. Again, that's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash S-Q-U-A-D-D. 25% off your first two months. All you got to do is go to philo.tv slash squad. 25% off. Holla at yeah boy. And you're welcome. <laughs> Y'all up, man. All right, first topic of the day. What's worse, waiting on your STD results or waiting for the combo that follows? We need to talk. That's easy. One is a disease. 
No, it's not easy. It's not <laughs> easy. Not easy. Right. I'm a it Zaynab. depends. It depends. Have you been fucking raw? And who's saying we need to talk? If it's your dramatic friend, it don't matter. It depends. <laughs> right. Because oh, it, 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 it could like be your girl that you've been fucking raw that says we need to talk. And she could be letting you know that she got her SCD results back or that she was fucking somebody else raw. And it's just... Talking. It's so open-ended. Like, at least for SED results, you know, it, it, like, you know there's going to be a positive or a negative at the end of that. When someone says we need to talk, you have no idea. It could be I'm about to die or you now, I gave you AIDS and the whole we, we doing it raw. Like, you don't know. It's just too big. And I hate when people say that. Don't come and tell me we need to talk. Just tell me what you need to tell me when you have time. Yeah. Don't give me my biggest pet peeve. Waiting all day, you know I got meetings all day, and you let me know at seven in the morning that we need to talk. And your stomach be hurting all day for a whole different reason to hear. <laughs> the cat letter. You going through your mind trying to figure out what it is, like man, yeah. what, what 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 did I do? I forget a birthday. Was it a birthday? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I've never had an STD test. Oh, really? What? That's awesome. That's never. You're with the same in my life. Not even after your hot boy summer? Nope. I used protection during the whole hot boy summer. That don't mean nothing. The Lord spared you. I you did. I'm not even saying it was wise. I just, I just, I just, it was just like three or four girls. And I got to tone down the hot boy summer thing. I don't want people getting it out. It was just like three people. It, this, that's, it's not. That's, that's a, a summer, summer was what, two months, three months? It wasn't even the whole summer, actually, because I moved to Washington. It was just like, it was a crazy six weeks. I was like, yeah. get a hot, hot boy weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Kevin tried to clear it up. He didn't want to come off like a thought, but the more he explained it, the more he became a thought. <laughs> He's in these streets. You, was, you had one city boy summer. <laughs> he had one city boy day. He did all that in 18 hours. Kev, are you opposed to taking a test now? I know that you're married. I know that you. No, I'm not opposed. I just haven't really. I, you only take them when you have a sex with a new partner, right? No. Well, you know, the statistics on herpes, it's like one in every three people has herpes. And so a lot of us are walking around with herpes and we just never had an outbreak. Really? True. Absolutely. I, hate, so I don't like how, like that? how confident yeah. Zaynab said absolutely. And then she smiled after that. It was like she was amazing. <laughs> You want to know, know why? Because I take STD tests for fun. Like, you live on the edge for a second, and then you find Hilarious. out you hell. You know what I'm saying? And then you walk around like it's a brand new day. Like, it's in the waiting room. Like, no, I like to know. For <laughs> <laughs> fun? I do mine pretty regularly. I still get tested pretty regularly. But yeah, it's really? the fun. It's always just waiting. Like, like, I could literally be on a desert island. Uh, a deserted island and get back to the States. Oh. And <laughs> desert island is where you're, you're right. The desert island. <laughs> get back to the States and take the test and I still will be nervous. Always it's okay. How long does it take to tell you um, your results? What's the time period? They're so fast now. Like HIV tests, they're rapid results. You can get, I mean, they're quicker than COVID results. Really? The thing about, I know I keep going back to herpes because I think that's the, that's one that a lot of people have that people are pretending like they don't yeah. have or don't know they have, you know? I think it's even like one in two people have herpes now. One in two? Kept but going down? One in two, yeah. <laughs> but the thing about herpes is if you don't have an outbreak, they actually have to do a special test for you and you have to request it. 
And you they don't about, like to give that test because it costs more. So you, you hear about uh, space purpose? What? You hear about space purpose? Never heard that before. Apparently, some something about the atmosphere when you go up there it activates. It activates it. So there was astronauts that were just going up there like, oh, what the fuck? Like there was just activated space herpes up there. They weren't having sex? No, it like 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 um like we were saying how most people just have it and it's dormant. Something about going up to outer space, like like but you, but you know what? Here's the thing, like herpes is like it basically just an infection of the skin, right? So like uh chicken pox is a form of herpes, it's called herpes zoster. Shingles is a type of herpes as well. You've what? got herpes simplex one and simplex two, one's like the mouth kind, one's the genital kind, but you know, you can switch. Yeah, but as much as people love to say that, people love to like say, you know, herpes is a thing, but the only one of them is an STD. Only one right. is <laughs> via. But no, but, but when people say that, because it's like they want to make up, they're like, oh, it's an STD. But the truth is, it's in the same, like the herpes family has to do with all type of skin rashes, diseases. Herpes some, family, we got it's like a family. <laughs> we got the mom, we got, you know, we got a uh, grandpa is face herpes. We don't see grandpa him. herpes. <laughs> But that makes sense though, because if you have like a little baby herpes, we having baby herpes. Closely, yeah, you can if you can pass your herpes to your baby if you have um, an outbreak or if you they have to give you something when you're delivering if you have herpes. Oh, I meant a little bump on your dick. Sorry. <laughs> um, is this an X-rated? Sh- I mean, is this a clean show? Tell me now, oh, girl. Oh. Okay. Okay. Oh. You gotta look, you gotta move the ball and <laughs> that the herpes inspection. <laughs> I am <laughs> I don't know why. This is, this is, is very it, is it wrong to wanna check your uh, if you get a new partner, is it wrong if you wanna be like, hey, can I take a look at uh a... No, you better that's your yeah. right. Yes. Sure, right. You about to you so you could get an STD for the rest of your life. What you don't know what they have? Yes, I don't Red, know why that's not on the T-shirt. The dick, like, the dick. But the messed up thing is that when women uh, shave, a lot of times there'll be like little bumps. Yeah, but but okay. So here's what I'm gonna tell you. When I was in college, uh, my freshman year, I had no, no, no. I had to teach. This like it was called UK 101, which is like every freshman had to take this class, and one of the sections in it was like STDs, um, and I had to do the slideshow that showed like what every major STD looked like on skin. So I had to like make it was gross, okay. But when you look at that, I mean, I would say for everybody, this is just being a responsible adult. You should go and look google what does herpes look like on skin what does gonorrhea chlamydia whatever you need to go look it up syphilis so that way you have an idea because people be having stuff and they be showing the most extreme versions of it what's that noise i don't know did it get loud y'all hear that white noise yeah yeah i hear it yeah what is that i don't know i mean anybody was you pat did you just mute patrick i I just muted to see if it was not me okay Zaynab, you mute real quick. It's gone now. Come back, Zaynab. No, it was, it was gone before she even muted it. Huh. Oh, yeah, it's gone now. What's Maybe that? it was somebody's fan. I thought I was tripping. Yeah. That was a ghost. That was super weird. Oh, wow. I, 
It just kept getting louder, like, yeah, man, I'm white noise. I got something I want to say. Y'all don't know about computer herpes, man. We be using the hard drive, memory card. You got that memory card up in there? It's like sex. That was the Lord coming down and cleaning our conversation. <laughs> That's Hold hilarious. On a second. Hold on. Like, so here, you, 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 you have a, you go back and get tested often. Does your wife as well? Mm-hmm. Every three, three months. Like, I just, like, I'm always terrified of something laying dormant. Like, mm. I had a wild college, you know, life, man. So, like, I just, you know, I would rather be on the know than, than otherwise. So, yeah, I, I still get tested. I'm tested here. Day. You say what, Meg? Stay here. There is only a few things that be laying dormant like that. <laughs> okay? Meg, I, I, I used to get tested regularly before I got married, and I still get Which tested. Which you should, because if you're not married, you was probably out in these streets being a city boy. So I get that. But, like, there's not something that's dormant. Like I, I used to go every six months, and then the doctor, like, shamed me. And I felt <laughs> so weird. Like, I remember I came in and I was just like, hey, I'm here for a test. And the, he, he just like asked a bunch of questions. He was just like, so like a rash or something? I was like, no. He was just like, bumps or anything? No. He was uncomfort, was burning? No. What, what, are, you, what are you doing here? I just, I, just, I just get checked. He was like, oh, well, I guess that's good. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? I was like, what? what? And then after that, I was like, damn, do you just have to like, do you have to have like a, a, a reason to go in? And I, I don't know. I want you to get checked out just regularly. Yeah, it was so weird. He asked me like all, all these things. And when I said no, he was just like, what are you, what are you doing? You should stop yeah, going to In America, we don't do yes. Sorry. Yeah. In America, we don't do preventative medicine. Right. You have to have something and they do treatable medicine. They don't do yeah. preventative medicine. So that's why he was probably... You ain't nothing in you like you know ain't nothing in you probably got twenty dollars from your PPO or whatever. Ah, got yeah, it. You know what I'm saying like you got to think of the medical business is still like a business. So it's a, it's a shame that and I get capitalism in America, but it's a shame how like how much it permeates things that probably shouldn't permeate. You know what I'm saying? Like at the beginning of COVID, the hospitals were laying people off because they. They don't really make that much money off of COVID. Uh, I mean, off of like sickness. They need they need elective surgeries. They were like, we really got to get yeah. these elective surgeries. If y'all can't do that, we can't make our bottom line. And it's it's crazy that a hospital is a for profit thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, like they have shareholders and board of directors. And they're like, we got to have more sick people. You know what I'm saying? Like, prison yeah. is even worse that uh, there's a for profit prison. Like you have a vested interest in having people stay locked up, yes, which right. affects the laws and judges are bribed. Like capitalism should be like, okay, I get the like, I sell a product, I want to get rich. That part I get. Yeah. But having it permeate the healthcare industry and, and all that type of stuff, it, you, you can see the, the trickle down effect can really be harmful. You know, we were just talking about this on my, um, on my mommy podcast, how like, you know, ICE, how they have the detainment centers. Well, there's like this whistleblower that just said that the doctor there is giving women hysterectomies without them understanding or knowing. Uh, and like, why would they do that? It's because hysterectomies are one of the most expensive things that you can like code for, uh, medical code. So they're making money off of pe giving these people hysterectomies. That was the reason? Well, that's, I mean, think about it. It's one of the major reasons that you would just give somebody a hysterectomy when they really don't need it. 
I thought they were trying to uh, not create more um, like American citizens. If the kids were born in America, they, they were citizens. I thought they were trying no, no, to- that that as well. But it's 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 expensive, so they're getting paid a lot of money to do this surgery on women. But also, super, like, ICE facilities, don't forget ICE facilities are sections off gender. Like, people ain't just, like, fucking in an ICE facility. Right. Mm -hmm. So even if you did have, still have your female organs, you, you if you get pregnant in an ICE facility, the father's probably an ICE guard or, or, or right. Yes. Damn. Okay. Well, they got serious. Um, <laughs> right. Damn. They not paying real. Zaynab came. We talking that grown folks talk. Lay down, brother. What you got to understand? Capitalism and hysterectomy. You got the medical code and the the prison industrial complex. No, I feel so bad because there's always a voice in my head like, just say something funny. Just get all the problems you have. Just forget it. Don't bring it up. And then I always <laughs> forego that voice in my head. So. I told Zayda when uh, the first time she did Zoom with the homies, I was like, yo, I wanted to have you back, but I didn't know if it was too much nigga shit going on because a lot of niggas. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. I like a moderate amount of nigga shit. <laughs> It's a healthy amount of nigga shit. You see, you know, definitely. Keeps you humble. Yeah. <laughs> Keeps you alive, actually. There you go. Ooh. That's like that scene in The Wire. Mar Marlo got all the way to the top of the corporate thing, and then he just went out and picked the fight with a nigga like, I need the streets. I need to stalk somebody. I need guns going off, man. I need to feel alive. Yeah. <laughs> I need the streets. <laughs> Yo, but like, Getting back on track though, that that anytime you're told we need to talk later or can I talk to you real quick? Like either one of them, you just know. Well, Kev had to let me go. Oh my God. I knew you were gonna bring that up. When Kev had to fire me a, a week after he told me I wasn't getting fired, it literally started with like literally we were doing the last episode of the drop. And I was like, all right, guys, thanks for watching. We'll come next week for something new, right? And Kev just poked his head through the glass. He was like, can I talk to you for a second? These two fingers? Never. never <laughs> over. First of all, for the last time, I laid you off. That is not the same as getting fired. You didn't do anything wrong. The company forced me to lay you off. I didn't actually have to fire that many people at all, Dev, but I had to lay off a lot. It's not that different, though, huh? It's no, it absolutely <laughs> is. Getting fired means you did something wrong and the company decided to part ways with you. Getting laid off. Yeah, I would much rather fire somebody. You yeah. did not, we didn't talk to you three times. You got to go. That's yeah, firing was, e I mean, not easy. Firing is easier because you can yeah. point to X, Y, and Z. Telling people it's a numbers thing or there just wasn't enough budget, like that's a much harder conversation. And also, when I was firing people, usually was my decision. When I was laying off people, it was usually somebody above me Telling decision, you, and I had to actually just go out. I wish the people who decided to lay people off were the <laughs> ones who had the conversation. Y'all want to do it, you go talk to here. I got to yeah. see this nigga later. I got to see him at the comedy union next Wednesday. The, the part that hurt the most was literally four days earlier, he was like, we have to make a decision. We had to either get rid of the drop or we had to let one of y'all go, so we got rid of the drop. And we were like, we, we, Meg and I had right. the biggest sigh of relief. It was like, whoo, the holiday, this is in October. The holidays are right around the corner. Woo, <laughs> thank God I am not getting fired. Fast forward to, can I talk to you for a second? 
Mm. Also, you're you're getting dropped as well. The show and you. Maggie, <laughs> you're getting hey. dropped. <laughs> I hate that, man. I I, I hate that. I, it sucks so bad. Kev Kev was he was like tore up about it. He hit me later on that day, like, man, I'm I'm sorry, bro. I was like, man, it's all good, man. I already started selling dope again. It's fine. I mean, want to <laughs> <laughs> a nice little middle school with these kids are hyped up on something, and I was like, I'm just gonna replace it with cocaine and they get a weekly allowance. So this is still income for me, man. Good to go. Good to go. You gotta get them while they're young and learn from the tobacco company. <laughs> That's how you get life. Lifetime customers. Yeah. Yo, I was watching Mad Men. The tobacco industry was mad foul. They were like, this causes cancer for sure, but we'll just lie about that. That's what Mad Men's about? Well, Mad Men, they had a, a Lucky Strike with one of their um, clients. Oh, okay. So uh, they, they, they would just talk about I mean, that show wasn't about that, but I just remember, you remember how many cigarette commercials came on when we were kids? Like, I mean, uh, not commercials, but the dog on Joe Cool, the the camel, oh, yeah. bro. It was in every magazine, all the slam magazines I was reading. It was like smoking. I it was cool too. I like, it was cool. Yeah, but, but who ended up? Did y'all know a lot of people that smoked cools? Because I feel like everybody I knew smoked Newports. No, I everybody smoked Newports too. But he made smoking look cool, but then nobody bought camel cigarettes. Right. <laughs> so did the Marlboro man? He he always oh yeah black and white. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You have that one leg up and the cowboy hat pulled all over his head. I was like, I'm gonna smoke like him. There's there's no cigarette commercials anymore. Yeah. And they still be selling billions of dollars. Cause they hooked them while they was young. You gotta think about it. somebody that started smoking with their friends when they were like eight or nine or eleven. Like if they kept smoking through their teen years, the likelihood they're gonna be lifetime smokers, bro. Like that's what they were doing. That's why they were marketing the way they were. My grandma was a smoker for 60 years. <laughs> I was like, really? 60? Yes. And she died at like 93. She stopped when she was maybe like in her 70s, 80s. But yeah, she's she was smoking her whole life and lived to 92, 93. She made a career out of it. She did. But well, it's not even like they need promotions. Like you never meet somebody who doesn't know what cigarettes are. Right. Wait, did, did you work for Truth, the anti-smoker? I did a Truth commercial. <laughs> Back in the my freshman year, is it true that they were all the anti-cigarette uh, companies were funded by cigarette companies? Yeah, I heard they, that they were funded from a lawsuit taken out against all the major companies, and so from that money they had to come up with an initiative to enlighten people on the harmfulness of smoking. So Truth was a product of that that lawsuit. They were a product of. Uh, a marketing company coming up with a concept of making real in-your-face commercials that that had amazing shock value that would get the message across to the youth. Is Truth still around? I haven't seen a yes. commercial in a while. Yes, they're still around. They still do activations. They still partner with uh, big tours and stuff like that. It's just um, you're outside of the demographic, so you wouldn't see it. Like they 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 focus on you know, 12 to 18 year olds. So like mm -hmm. they, they are at like oh. game events and uh, the Honda Civic tour when they were doing their thing and, and things of that nature. Afropunk, we were really big. Like the first couple of years of Afropunk, we did Afropunk, things like that, and Vans World Tour, all of that type of stuff. Are you saying Vans World Tour, the, the shoe bands? The shoe. Oh, okay. Vans uh, World Tour. Got it. Yeah. All right, so I, let's move into a vote. This, oh, sorry. Let me just say I think it's safe to say when somebody says, hey, I need to talk to you later, or can I talk to you for a minute, you're going to lose money. 
Because if ever you're going to gain money, they'll just tell you immediately. You know, like, I got money for you, or you got a job, or I want to give you money. But if, if they say, I, I, I got to talk, can we talk later? You're going to lose money, or a kidney, or an emotion. You're going to yeah. lose a tear. You're going to lose something. It's going to be costly. Whatever it is, that, that, that conversation is going to be costly at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll agree to that. All right, well, let's put it to a vote. What's worse, STD results, or we need to talk? I'm going to say waiting on we need to talk because that is too open-ended. Okay. We need to talk. Pat? need to talk. Kev? We need to talk. Say now? Let's talk. Is that a Usher song? Um, <laughs> That's Khalid. Oh, is it? El Paso's finest. Oh. Um, I, I'd say we need to talk. It's a bit nerve-wracking. Yeah. If Farron ever texts me, we need to talk. I'ma just I'ma I'ma drop off a clip then. I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not even gonna I'm not gonna entertain. I'm just find something to drive off of then. Cause that, Yo, we my wife has done the like within the quarantine. This is the worst. You're in the house. The kids are in there. And I talked to you outside. I was like, oh god. Oh, even the walk from inside to the backyard. <laughs> I'm like, look. It was a good run, guys. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna turn around and look at JoJo for the last night. It's the adult equivalent of I'm a beach. You're getting a whooping when you get home. That's what that <laughs> was like. I used to hate that. Like, bro, just just whoop me now. Don't. The worst is, bro. The worst is waiting and trying not to fall asleep because you know they're still gonna come in and yeah. you don't want to be like my grandma used to let me fall asleep and getting beat awake. Like getting hit with the belt and you don't know if you're dreaming or like, oh, what is somebody? Oh no, I'm getting hit for real. Okay, okay, that's right. She did owe me a woman. <laughs> Yo, it was the worst. I feel like my grandma was like trying to psychologically torture me. Oh yeah, she was. She was. That's what grandmas do. But we're gonna jump right into this next topic right after this. Yo, what up? It's your boy to hear more, and I want to let you know that this episode of Squadcast is sponsored in part by MagicSpoon.com. Now, a lot of you guys are already familiar with Magic Spoon. You heard my stories. You know how I feel about cereal, okay? Cereal is a magical meal slash snack slash treat. Whatever you need it to be, cereal is that, and I stand on the fact that there is never a bad time to eat cereal. You just finished your meal. You don't. You want something sweet, but you don't want something too heavy. Cereal. You wake up in the middle of the night. You want something to snack on. Cereal. It's never a bad time to eat cereal. However, as you get older, you realize you can't keep eating the same cereal. You want to see an app? You got to let that, that sugary cereal go, okay? Because it's not going to happen. You're going to keep working against yourself. Well, that's where Magic Spoon comes in because we're talking about a delicious and nutritious snack. We're talking zero grams of sugar, 12 grams of protein, and only three net grams per serving. Not only that, but you get an array of flavors to choose from. However, if you choose the value pack, you get four delicious flavors. I'm talking about fruity, frosted, blueberry, and cocoa. Delicious. Now, again, you never have to do what I say. However, I would suggest blending them bad boys together. I always put the blueberry with the fruity and the cocoa with the frosting, and it is delicious. You can't go wrong with this, guys. Another thing, as we get older, we start watching what we put in our body, but we also start adapting different lifestyles. 
You don't have to worry about any of that when you try Magic Spoon because not only is it delicious, but it's keto friendly, it's gluten free, it's grain free, it's soy free, it's low carb and it's GMO free. That means you are good to go. You got your license, your registration, insurance, Hit the road running, baby. So if you like me and you love cereal, you don't want to let it go. It's so nostalgic, right? Anytime I eat cereal, I it, it transforms and takes me back to the days when I was a kid getting up early on Saturday morning, watching cartoons in the middle of the cartoons. I'm on, take a good bite. It makes that laughter that much more enjoyable. And if you don't want to give that up, then I suggest you guys go over to magicspoon.com forward slash squad. That's right, forward slash squad to grab you a variety pack right now and make sure you use the promo code squad, that's S-Q-U-A-D-D at the checkout and you'll get free shipping on your order. That's right, completely F-R-E-E free, okay? And you're going to love it. And Magic Spoon is so sure you're going to love it that it is backed by 100% happiness guarantee. That means that they are 100% sure that you're going to love it 100%. And if for any reason you don't, you can send it back for a full refund. Who's doing that in the cereal realm? No one. No one except for Magic Spoon. So head over to magicspoon.com forward slash squad. That's S-Q-U-A-D-D. Use our promo code at the checkout, S-Q-U-A-D-D squad, and get free shipping on your order. Peace. All right, next topic of the day. What's better, fries versus chips? Well, in London... Fries are also called chips. Oh, shut your ass up. I've been to London a couple of times. Oh, hello. my God. Hello, governor. <laughs> okay, here's my first part of this argument. Chips. At their best, fries are great, right? Mm -hmm. But when fries get cold, they suck and you can't reheat them. Oh, chips yeah. are pretty much consistently good yeah. all the time. And I think you I- You've never had a failed chip. Right, I'm about to say that too. Well- Never had okay. a failed chip. I have had stale chips, but you it's less have likely to happen. in your house where you clamp <laughs> We you get small bags now. Okay. You know, so, that, so it's less likely to happen. Um, I feel like I eat more chips. That's a quick thing that you can have in the house. Uh, I don't have quick fries. Mm. But fries are better, though. I don't know, just like fries, like you can't outside of that first 10 minutes, they they don't taste that great. But like, but it's the opposite for chips. Like after like a day of them being open, they don't taste good either. And the thing about it is, at least for fries, you could try to salvage them and put them in the oven or use an air fryer. But like, you cannot salvage a stale chip. It's just stale. But here's the thing though. You can't fries, Meg. They gone. You can, you can actually. I've done it before. Put it back in the oven. No, you just eat everything because you're poor. You just be eating stuff that don't taste good. No, when you have an air fryer, you can reset all of that stuff. Right. I'm going to no, go ahead and speak up for Megan. I am not poor, and I eat a lot of stuff, too, that I probably shouldn't eat. So <laughs> uh, I don't know if you're actually poor, Megan, but I've ate a cold, old fry before. I'm telling you. And I can taste more of the grease when you eat cold fries. Well, yeah. it's not just the temperature though with fries. I've I've actually had more places that had just trash fries, even when they freshly give them to you. Like chips, even like a bad chip is still pretty good chip, but like bad fries, even if they're hot, you don't want them. I'll so, take a bad fry over a Pringle any day. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, you don't like Pringles? 
What? Pringle? Oh. Pringle ain't even chip. I think that's just wheat in the shape of a chip. <laughs> what? Zayna, what's Pringle? Yo, y'all do not want to talk to me about food. I know food. Well, let's go, Zayna, because we don't understand what you got against Pringles. Yeah. I a lot against Pringles. First of all, it comes in a tin can and stands up. That's not even what is, and they still be crushed. How do we come in something hard and it still be and it still no, be crushed up? That's smart, Zaynab, because they, they they figured out a way to stack them so there's no air and they give you the maximum amount. But of it still be crushed. There do be some crushed ones at the they bottom. They do be crushed at the bottom for sure. Well, I mean, that's because that listen, that's user error. That's like you know, what I'm saying when people are loading them on the shelves and they shake it up like a soda or something like that. That that's not the chip fault. Yeah, what they, bag of chips doesn't that. have crushed chips at the bottom? No, look, look, look at a Pringle. Look at the ingredients on a Pringle, and I bet you a potato is about the sixth ingredient. <laughs> I don't like this slander. I like potato. Wait, what? Go ahead. Go ahead. I was go ahead. Potato <laughs> chips. A potato is supposed to be the first ingredient on a potato chip. Pringles is about the six. Look it up. I'm about to look. I'm about to say the whole marketing campaign that. was how they come. Like, look, man, they come in this. How do they taste? They come in this thing. Exactly. They <laughs> Y'all didn't like pizza Pringles. My that mom loved Pringles, and I, I just, I, I, they are not my favorite chip. There's a lot. There is so many chips. I would eat before Pringles. I'm talking. Pringles are crunchy, but they don't even taste like a chip. Like, think about it. Oh it's my gosh. Like I just looked it up. It says Pringles are only 42% potato. They got. That's, I mean, but like, that's something to say. That's something to say to their chef. The fact that he could add other things and they still taste that amazing. Like, that's. Well, you had a stomachache all weekend, so we can't even really trust what you say about food. I'm at you like that. But are Pringles your favorite pot or to hear or Meg? Do you love Pringles or you just tolerate Pringles and Sun Chips are the only two chips where I like the original flavor. I just go for the regular. You like original Pringles? Original Sun Chips? Oh, I like original Sun Chips, though. I know, oh, but the plane, all you got is original Pringles. They don't give you no flavors of, of Pringles when you're on the plane. So, like, you know, you just got to take what you can get. Okay, think about it like this. Let me set the scene. You sitting, the scene. you sitting at your favorite restaurant, and you order, like, your favorite sandwich, whatever it is. It's a chicken sandwich, a roast beef sandwich, a fish, whatever. And the waitress says, um, it comes with chips or french fries. What you gonna get? You get fries all day. It depends on, it depends on what type of fries and what type of chips. No, and what it doesn't. Listen, if they're curly fries, yes, let's go. Even you your favorite restaurant, everything is top tier. It's your favorite restaurant. You want fries or you want chips to depends. come? It depends. Y'all are not eating chips at no restaurant. Not. I would. At Subway. Okay, snack. I get it. If it's Subway, but at your favorite restaurant, you're you're gonna pick fries every time. Why? Well, it depends. It depends. Is it a burger or a sandwich? She said sandwich. Okay, well that actually is a good point. Chips if do go sandwich. better with burgers. I mean, you can eat no. fries with both, but um, I mean, chips do go better with a sandwich than uh, than fries a lot of times. Yeah, I'm from New York. When I meant when I said sandwich, I meant anything you could pick up. Yeah. 
If it's warm too, I feel like if it's cold, then you probably if it's like a cold sandwich, then you want yeah, chips. I was just gonna say that, Meg. I feel like yeah. a cold sandwich, I could do chips more. But if a it's a hot sandwich or hot sandwich or burger, fries are better. Like if Jimmy John's sold fries, I would be like, now we're talking, baby. Oh, I mean, you like Mike's. Jimmy John's? I meant Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's. Well, I was about to say, you trifling whore. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I don't know Jimmy John's elicited such a reaction. Oh, it's so, it's so nasty. Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's only sells, sells cold sandwiches. I feel like no sandwich wow. restaurant should only sell cold sandwiches. Right. That's so stupid. That's such a that's a dumb business model. <laughs> maybe that speaks to the uh, like how great they are because they've been able to survive just on cold sandwiches. Meg, that is it, really good. Meg, it is literally four Jimmy Jones in 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 all of America. Jones, Jimmy Jones, Jones. What they sell? They sell teriyaki. Would never go there. Jimmy Jones. I don't even Jimmy know. Jones. I would never go there. <laughs> free smells. I don't want no free smell. I want a hot sandwich. Yeah, I, I feel like Jimmy John's is the is their their bottom tier sandwich people. Absolutely. Jersey Mike's is way better. I would I would say like in and out fries are I was going back to fries. In and out fries are awful. I don't really like Burger King's current fry right yeah. now. Uh Wendy's has an amazing fryer. Mm-hmm. They've had ever since they went to Seesaw, they've had a great fry. Game Dom- changer. Um, I like Dairy Queen's fries. They solid. Dairy Queen's got good fries. Yeah. McDonald's, obviously McDonald's fries. Are there Dairy Queens out here? I feel like I've never been to one. I ain't seen one. In the in the what you call it mall, the Fox Hills Mall. It's like a it's a Dairy Queen slash. Oh, you're right. You're right. Flash orange juice. But they do they sell food there or just ice cream? Just, oh, just ice, usually fry and dip it into a fr- mm. Oh man. That is amazing. I can into never I can never I never got into that like at all. Kev, you Kev, did you start doing that before you got pregnant or was that something that like only happened after you had got pregnant? <laughs> Kev used to do the thing where he dipped the pizza in the hot Cheetos. <laughs> the Everybody did that to here. Stop. <laughs> Lots of people dip fries in milkshake. You can't dip no chips in milkshake. That's a Wendy's thing, huh? With the actually, you can. It's not that bad. Um, it's a McDonald's thing. Like it's anywhere you get a good milkshake. A and like A and W. It's it's pretty good. Wait, ain't really potato chips are really like a really thin French fry if you think about it, right? Like it's yeah. cut the potato really thin and then you fry it. Isn't it the same thing as yeah? Like only thing fry? is. Only thing is, they they don't have the temperature of a fry. That's that's really the the deciding factor. The temperature. Hot chips? The the. No, uh, they do. I mean, at some restaurants where they do like the fresh food. chips, where they make their I own. Like chips. Yeah, those are. I've had. Yeah, I like uh, I like those really too. Yeah. yeah. Which they have fry. their own house chips. It was really good. You guys know that chips were made by a black dude who was uh, pissed off. <laughs> are you really? serious? Are you just making this up? No, it was a uh, black dude named George Crumb. He lost his temper with a customer who kept asking for his potatoes to be more fried and thinner. So he kind of made them with an attitude. He made them sarcastically. That's hilarious. And then you can fries. And then he was like, mm, these are good. These are better. <laughs> <laughs> where do now, y'all rank? Where do, where do y'all rank kettle fries? Kettle cooked chips. Wait, say it again. Kettle cooked chips? Or kettle cooked chips, I mean, my bad. 
I think they're good. I like kettle cooked chips now better than regular ch uh, chips, like regular thin yeah. chips. I like kettle. I like but kettle. I can only eat a kettle chip dipped in like Frank's Red Hot hot sauce. That's just the way I eat my chips. Really? It's amazing. You should try it. That's, I got some, that's some New York shit. There ain't nobody outside of one of the boroughs doing no shit like that, Zaynab. That's some real New York shit. Let me tell you what you guys do. You either buy a single bag of the kettle chip, you open it up, you put your red hot hot sauce in it, you shake it up, you close it for a little while so it can soak just a little bit. <laughs> Why you need kettle is because the, the chip got to be strong enough to withstand. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say, it's gonna be soggy then. No, that's why you need not a kettle chip. Yeah, if you did lays though, they would be they would be mushed up. You, yeah, if you did that with lays, you had to eat them with a spoon. You don't do it with lays. So, kettle chips are stronger. Oh, yeah, they're, they're like jalapeno harder. kettle chips. Mrs. uh, Miss Vicky's jalapeno kettle chips are mm -hmm. lame. I can only I can only eat about sixteen of those before the roof of my mouth gives out. Roof yeah, of my mouth be like, fam, that's it, that's it, my nigga. Like, come on, sixteen. You yeah. know, if you're lactose intolerant, you shouldn't eat jalapeno chips. Really? really? Yeah, because or most chips, like any of the cheese chips, but because what they do is they take like a little bit of a milk base to coat it, so that the flavoring sticks to the chip. Y'all gotta read the ingredients. Mm, yeah. Now, don't start Is that how they keep chip dust on? Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. You know what's crazy? The only other thing, I had some barbecue this weekend, which I thought was, which was what made my stomach hurt. But the only other thing I ate besides that is these ruffles. They were uh, jalapeno and lime ruffles. I had never had them before, and they were fire, and I was destroying them. And shortly after, that's when my stomach started hurting. So I just thought it was the barbecue, but never even thought that it could have been the chips. Man, let me tell you one good thing about being in LA, the the Mexican flavored chips, like the ruffles with queso and the Mexican spices, tapatio stuff, these things are out of this world. <laughs> I love Hispanic food spices, man. I be I I love it so yeah, like a custom made or like an actual flavor. No, no, they be in stores. The ruffles queso, yeah. it be in they be in gas stations all across Los Angeles. Southern California. <laughs> it be amazing. You hear me. Well, All right, well, let's put it to a vote, man. Okay. What are we feeling okay. like uh, with this one right here? What's better, fries or chips? I'm going to go with French fries. I love French fries. Fries all day long. But wait, 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 wait. I, I think we're, we're judging too early because we didn't even talk about, like, loaded fries, like chili cheese fries, as opposed to, like, nachos. That's a great point. That's, that's the a great point. That's the best version of both. What has the best... Best I probably version. would take nachos. I would take nachos way earlier than I would take loaded fries. But I think that when the question was first posed, nobody was thinking of the corn chip, right? To here, you weren't thinking. You were thinking of the potato chip, not the corn chip. Yeah, I was not thinking of tortilla chips. I was not. So that doesn't even count. We compare it to potato. That's a chip, huh. though. It is a chip, but we went back to the person who created the question, and he. <laughs> they now don't want to be wrong, so she just she just broke it down to like a teacher. She said, "Objection, relevance." Patrick has introduced new evidence that was not a discovery. <laughs> I don't mind, but I know we was comparing potatoes. Yeah, that's were. true. I've had, uh, Irish nachos, which are nachos on kettle chips, on kettle cooked chips. Mm. And I've had nachos with Doritos. 
So have I. I actually prefer Doritos those. Doritos is always chips. a chip. I don't look at Doritos like just a tortilla chip because of the flavors. I always just look at them like a chip. So based on that, Patrick still, his, his argument still stands. It does. It does. And that's your fault to hear, but go ahead, Patrick. <laughs> have, you ever seen a, have you ever seen a ghost in here, Kev? What? No. Never? What's going on? I don't know. Somebody just walked past the window. To hear, is there somebody here? I don't think so. Uh oh. Are y'all next to each other? Uh, sure. Chips. <laughs> I think chips. No, Pat be having ghosts in his studio. I don't want them to come pull up to the office. <laughs> you brought them with you, Pat? I thought my son was a ghost the other day, too. He about That's to get knocked out. Funny. <laughs> was he just standing there with no emotion? He just came around the I was I was turning the corner and I seen him out of the like back corner of my eye and he had a blanket on. I was like, nigga, that's the black folks. <laughs> oh, this is Zay Zay. <laughs> what, what was it to hear? I don't know. I mean, when I walked out, it looked like somebody was walking by that way on the hallway, so maybe they poked their head in for a second. Cool. That office is closed now. <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking for a bigger space anyway. You guys just sealed the deal. Oh, I, thought, I thought somebody oh was cleaning up. I thought somebody was cleaning up. Sometimes people come in there, though. Sometimes yeah. the, the staff comes in there. They do clean. They take the trash out, and they be dropping packages in there. If I don't check the mail in a long time, they'll put the mail on the... Uh, they walk this far in, though? Sometimes people do. When they looking for people, they might have heard us recording. That's why I usually, if I'm in there by myself, I lock the door. I ain't scared. I just want to make sure everything's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, sure. You ain't gotta lie. <laughs> I got a, a thug image to protect. Sure. Kevin, Kevin, come on. People are scared of me in the streets, girl. You ain't heard? What street? Oh. The church street? Your, your, children, church. your children aren't even scared of you when y'all outside in the street. <laughs> they say, are people scared of me? <laughs> That's how you ask and you know it's not true. <laughs> people don't really be scared of me. I don't know why people, people. Nah, it's, it's not gonna happen. Can't, I mean, uh, Pat, what you going with, chips or fries? I'm going with chips. I feel like I, I interact with chips more. Come on, Pat. I, 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 I eat chips more than I eat fries. That don't mean they're better. You might eat peanut butter and jelly more than lobster. That don't mean it's better. It is better. <laughs> I actually would prefer that than lobster. Lobster's overrated. Lobster's overrated. Nah, I wouldn't lobster, but I am a friend, I am, I am a fan of French fries. So looks like fan of French fries with uh with that one right there. Uh, oh, that's I'm let the hey Tom joke go, but to hear stop he won't stop messing up. So <laughs> I feel like if you talk clearly, the joke would end on its own. But since you won't, <laughs> since you won't, <laughs> like the one girl thing kind of died because it was just got a long time. But every episode, it'd be like, no, he's he's still you're you have gotten no better in six months of quarantine. <laughs> this is that. It, it helps with my brand. Can you imagine how boring wording is hard would be if I spoke correctly on everything? No. <laughs> no, you would have a, a show called wording is easy. No, Meg. That's <laughs> it would be opposite. That's ridiculous. All right, well, the fries have it on that one. Um, we're gonna get on to this last and final topic right after this. Yo, what up is to hear more, and I want to know, what's your morning routine? Like, I, I know for me, I have to get up, 
uh, I have to have my coffee before I talk to anybody. If I talk to somebody before my coffee, it's going to be a problem. After I have my coffee, then I brush my teeth because I'm not about to drink coffee with toothpaste still on my... I just can't do that. Then I have to make my bed. It's a must. I cannot start my day when my bed is a mess. And one of the things I take the most pride in is my linen, my sheets. I am an adult, and as an adult, I feel like I deserve some quality sheets. So that's what I did, people. I stopped at Brooklinen, and I hooked it up. Brooklinen is the home of the internet's favorite sheets. They're comfortable. They feel great. I don't know. It's something about new sheets. I look forward to going to bed. I went to bed yesterday at 6.30 p.m. You understand me? 6.30 p.m. Who does that? Me. They're like new shoes. I couldn't wait to try them out. I slid right in and I was comfortable and I had a great night's rest. You can't beat high quality sheets at a low price. Founded in 2014 by a husband and wife duo, I just want to say Rich and Vicky, I appreciate you, okay? Thank you for making something so supreme, so deluxe at an affordable cost. I appreciate you. Another great thing about Brooklyn is that they work directly with the suppliers and the customers. That's it. Just the vendors and the customers. That means there's no middleman, which means you get to collect on those savings. Save your money. Still get the quality, but save your money, people. Brooklyn has a variety of sheets, colors, patterns, and materials for your lounging needs. Anything that you can think of, they got you covered like a bed. <laughs> you see what I did there? You see it. And you can bundle. The more you bundle, the more you save. Listen, you can get duvets, core sheets, extra pillowcases, all of that. Why wait? Act now. I don't want to tell you what to do, but I also do. Brooklinen is the perfect place to start making your mornings great. And Brooklinen is so confident in their product that all their bedding comes with a lifetime warranty. Who else is giving you that? Huh? You can't name three companies off the top of your head. And I can name three. Brooklinen, Brooklinen, Brooklinen. So get 10% off your first order and free shipping when you use our promo code SQUAD. That's S-Q-U-A-D-D. -D, only at brooklinen.com. Again, go to brooklinen.com. Use our promo code SQUAD, S-Q-U-A-D-D, -D, and you will get 10% off your first order and free shipping. Holla at Yeboah. Final topic of the day, which is worse, losing your dream job versus losing your dream spouse? Uh, this one's easy for me. Dream job. What is your dream job, Pat? <laughs> I, just, I don't know. He just rattled it off. He didn't even think about what it was. No, 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 no. What, what, here's what I'm thinking is you're, if you lose your dream job, a job, is, it, 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 it sustains you. So that would be worse for your life than losing. But that's not saying you can't work again. It's just saying that particular job you don't have. Right. And But if it's your dream job, you're only going to support yourself with something that you don't like as much after that. Whereas, yes, okay. I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry, I, I thought you were done. The, just the only thing about the other thing is like the dream spouse, like that's that would really suck, but it's like you already hit. <laughs> there's some there's some questions in there like you <laughs> it's also coming from pat who said he would get married and his wife can live in a house next door to him but they don't need to be in the same house <laughs> I said down the street but yeah same difference down the street 
You want your wife to be in the neighborhood? I didn't. No, no, no. First of all, I didn't say I wanted any of this. My example was the chef that I saw that that world oh, that's right. who raised his kid with his wife who lives like a, a couple blocks over. That's that. I forgot that. That is what you said. And you, you were like, that's ideal. Married, right, Pat? Huh? You don't want to get married? I don't think so. What's your reasoning behind that? Behind getting married? Behind not wanting to get married. I, I don't like I don't like the legalities of it. I think it's it, it's a weird like love contract. It's so like you're gonna be like a what's it Goldie Hawn and and Kurt Russell. Who's that? <laughs> Who's Goldie Hawn? The way you Goldie. Goldie Hawn ain't that Kate Hudson mom? Yes. But like they're like, I know who that is because they there was all the movies like in the eighties and nineties. But like I think they're that couple is just known for being a lifelong partnered couple. They're like never gonna get married. Who is Goldie Hawn? Stedman and Oprah. Let me you know them. Look at look at all the others. Yeah, exactly. Because look, as soon as she she's not marrying Stedman because she knows what it is. Stedman would come for it all. You saw Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos' wife is the richest woman in the world. But but he trust me when I tell you he not hurting for nothing. <laughs> like she took half them billions and he was like, it has nothing. I feel bad about ordering Amazon knowing how rich Jeff Bezos is. Yeah. No. Yeah, because I mean, think about it, if you if you have like a return or a, a broken one, they just send you another one. They don't care about anything. They're like, we have money, just take two. <laughs> they really do. They are like, oh, you you poors, huh? You couldn't just keep it, huh? Here's another car. Anyway, you do made like twenty eight billion dollars in a day a, uh, a couple months ago, thirteen right. billion dollars in a day. I think it was less than a day because it was that little period of time where the shocks, uh, the stock shot up. I think this question really shows you like what kind of person you are because if you answer with a dream job then and you look over your life that means everything about probably how you move is centered around your work or your career right like that's the most important fulfilling thing to you but if you choose the dream spouse and that means for you family is probably more important than work which with you know your own family um marriage is probably the most important you know what i mean i think that tells you who you are if depending on how you answer this question so zaynab how you gonna answer this question let's see what type of person you are um i, I think I, I agree with megan definitely i think also and this is no shade to patrick i think it's his answer is indicative that he indicative of him not experiencing like a dream spouse yet you, you know like it just um but I do think that most people find that after you acquire all of the material things in life, job included, you realize that it never quite fulfills that <clears throat> need or want in a person's, like I don't think it ever quite makes you happy. Does that make sense? Yep. Also, I was hoping that maybe you to here or Kevin would come in because when Patrick, again, this is, I'm not trying to have discourse with you, but when you said, did I hit it, did I hit it yet? It's like the dream spouse, what they provide for you is so much, so far beyond a sexual, a sexual act. I imagine, guys, 
maybe. Megan, I'm not sure if you're married. Are you married? I don't think anybody no, said it. not married. That's the whole thing with her, Zainab. She's uh, really I am engaged really, and he's mad. She's been engaged since her baby was negative three years old. And she's still engaged. Wait, just to, just, to, just to quickly touch on that, I think no one jumped in because they just knew I was joking. I just oh. said, yeah, I, I knew Pat was just being dumb and being funny. Oh, I definitely think that I would rather lose a dream job because as Megan said, you could get another job, you know, and you can get another fulfilling job. It just may not be your dream job, but I don't know. I think a, I think a dream spouse is a little bit harder to find. I think people are more complicated than, than work. I, I will admit, and I've said this on a, a couple of different platforms, a couple of different shows, <laughs> I did not get that real hustler motivation and that extra drive and that extra push, I feel like, to get to where I am right now before I moved Farron and the kid out here. Like, it was, it was them knowing that they were depending on me to make things happen and having her support. And before I could find a job, her saying she's going to hold it down and making sure we got insurance and stuff like that. Having somebody to believe in you to the point where they move across the country, they leave everything that they known, all their families. I know how big family is to her. Leave all her family to come chase my dream with me, or something different. So, I mean, Jay Z has his dream job, and he still made four, four, four. Right. He did. He did. Yeah. I think for me, having the dream spouse, I could deal with having a crappy job with a dream spouse, but even a dream job with a crappy spouse wouldn't even feel like a dream like yeah because you because you got to think about like that job at some point you're going to retire right but mm -hmm. like you don't retire from your spouse unless y'all divorce <laughs> like you're gonna be with this person through like sicknesses through sickness and health through kids through grandkids through moves across the state you know the person who knows you deepest and intimately like that to me you don't I don't know. You, I don't know if you necessarily will get that even with a dream job, because I will say like working at all Zeph was my, like, it's been my dream job. However, I realize what I, it's not necessarily the job. It's certain things I like about the job, right? Mm -hmm. It's certain things that can happen at any job. If I had the same combination or a variation of the combination, I would, then that would be my dream job. So it's more so when I realized that it was like, okay, well I can do a lot of stuff then. So if somebody came and fired me, well, guess what? I got other things I can still do, but like if I lost my dream spouse, it's very hard to find somebody with the same combination of the stuff that she was in love with. I mean, yeah, I, I, is, I understand like the NBA player who then loses his legs and can't play basketball anymore. You know what I'm saying? I understand like those drastic things, like when you actually can't do the profession at all, forget who hires you to do it. Yeah, yeah. But I still think that after that wears off, there's a person that's there that loves you enough and supports you enough for you to be like, I guess I don't need my legs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's what happened to Common in that Queen Latifah movie when he... <laughs> <laughs> Only a person, a job can't make you feel like you don't need your legs. Here's the thing about marriage that a lot of men don't understand. For me, this might not be the same for everybody. Definitely speaking for me. I feel like sex is better with a person you truly care about, that you can nurture where you feel safe and their connection is deeper. That feels better than like 
a like a just the sensory part of sex if that makes sense the the emotional connection with somebody who supports you and loves you there's a deeper connection that 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 is um achieved through the act that might not be there if you're just running through women and that's what i feel like like a lot of famous athletes men and women who can just run through sexual partners you know obviously this part of sex feels good right you know if, or whatever it is you know head whatever the the thing is but being with someone you love and and like enjoying that part i don't know there's a there's a part of that that's that's hard to quantify but it's it's more yeah. than just the sensory experience that your body feels where your body's like you know a vagina is a vagina is a vagina but your mind is like this vagina is from someone who loves me and they did this sacrifice and i did this sacrifice for them and i really feel safe and you know just having a great moment we've had wine look how far we've come like all that also goes into your mind and then you'd be like oh. i feel like kevin we could have muted and, and everybody would have still got the message <laughs> got to understand this. <laughs> uh, you, guys are, the, you guys are so adorable. That's what the a, new Sunday school teacher coming out of them. All right, guys, we all know about this part of the sex, right? But what about the intimacy? Guys, you know what's not hitting the nay-nay? Herpes, guys. You don't... <laughs> What's the message? <laughs> you don't want to be whipped by sin. You understand me? <laughs> you know, TikTok is fun, but TikTok is happening until the rapture comes. You don't want to go to hell, right, guys? <laughs> the time is... I was never that youth pastor, bro. I promise that. Kid, teens can see right through that a mile yeah, away. Uh, good kid, Mad City. Yeah, they love that message, though. Good kid, Mad... They was like, yo, my, my youth pastor... Preach from Good Kid, Mad City. I love this church. Okay. <laughs> That's where my messages from Keep Your Distance Comedy came from. I used to preach from, like, music and stuff they were watching and listening to. Because they was not reading the Bible, bro. They was like, bro, I'm not going to do that. But they was watching movies and listening to albums and making those connections was how I was super dope. Mm -hmm. Okay. Backsliding ass teacher. That's what it sounded like to me. <laughs> Old tone of line ass Sunday school ass teacher. <laughs> Sometimes we do a little drugs, you know what I mean? The kids are doing it anyways. <laughs> I mean, guys, what are we talking about? Sodomy? No. What we're talking about is entering the law. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you say lobotomy? Sodomy. No, sodomy. <laughs> oh, sodomy. I heard a totally different <laughs> I heard a totally different thing. Lobotomy? I thought you said lobotomy. Oh, taking the heads off of Christ, huh? <laughs> I hate when Kev doesn't hear the joke but still laughs, and then he's like, wait, what'd you say? It's like, hey. Well, the way y'all were laughing, when people said, oh, like, oh, I was like, okay, he couldn't have said lobotomy then, because that's what I thought he said. But lobotomy doesn't listen to, oh, oh, that doesn't listen to that response. So clearly, I misheard him. <laughs> A lot of times y'all say stuff that's funny with different words. And then I hear what you mean. I'll be like, oh, that's also funny though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's 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 uh tally it up. What we looking like? I'm gonna go dream spouse. Dream spouse? Kev? Dream spouse. Zaynab? I yep, dream spouse. Pat. 
I'm still rolling with the dream job. Those were very, those were very poetic answers all around. But no, Pat um, wasn't gonna change his mind. I love that. Like I said, dream job. Aren't you living your dream job right now? Huh? Are you not living your dream job right now? Like being able to create content and then like consulting and stuff. I love it. I love it all. I know. Look at your parents, though, Pat. Your parents are so cute. They've been together forever. You don't ever go like, I want that. No, no, they're they're adorable. They're the best. Nope, don't want it. <laughs> Yo, though, that is what having a kid is like. Having a kid is being like, I recognize this is cool, but I don't want to do that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I want to do what's right for me. And I still acknowledge y'all are the best. Also, no, this is not what I want. <laughs> yeah, gross. And as parents, that's all you really can do. You you yeah. just live your life for your kids, and then you they're gonna make their own choices and you know stuff regardless of what you say anyway. I wanted my kids to play basketball. They were like, no, don't nobody care what you want to do, what you was okay at. <laughs> this is what's gonna happen. Pat's gonna meet a chick from the south, right? The south of the Midwest, who's gonna put that type of loving on him, and she's not gonna bend to the wheel of him just being a creative. She'd be like, oh, no, that's cool. I like the fact that you make music and shit. So what time you coming over? And he going to be like, well, I was going to stay at the studio. No, nah, that's cool. What time you coming over? And that's how it's going to start. He's going to still, he's going to deal with a strong-willed black woman. And she had to be black because everybody else is going let, to let, let Pat walk all over them. A, a strong black woman from Georgia is going to get Pat right in shape. That's from, from Georgia? <laughs> getting interestingly more specific. Have you, like, looked into my future? <laughs> no, I, I, just I, just, I just see it. <laughs> but yeah. you know what marriage will the right person will make you change them if you weren't like sold on marriage and you meet and not that this is going to happen to you or not pat but if you meet the right person you'd be like actually i i could i could Bro, do I, I was pat i was well, like this is stupid it's this not me saying like oh, i'll never settle down i'll never get married that's not what i say when i say that i just i don't like the legal contract of marriage so I you're okay with the long-term monogamous relationship? Yeah, of course. Even if they wanted the ceremony, I'd, I'd pay for that. But it's like... So the, what do you think the legal contract is? You said what? What do you think the legal contract is? I just think that it's, it's strange that there are people out there that fell out of love and can't afford to, to leave each other. You know what I mean? Like they can't afford the divorce, how messy divorces are, especially when you're going... Huh? Just get a prenup. I just, I, I just think it's weird um, to have to involve lawyers if you find that you don't, you guys don't love each other anymore. I just think that that hope that I've seen a lot of people go through that process and, and especially going into it, knowing that there's a sixty percent divorce rate. I just, as a logical thing, sixty now. I think it might be higher. Every time I hear this stat, it goes up. It, it always goes up. I'm sick 40. of it. And the pandemic, I'm pretty sure it's probably 60. <laughs> oh, yeah. People signing up for marriage, it was like, I didn't sign up for 24-hour marriage. Man, I listen. signed up from like 9 to 12. Listen, they were like, they I do want to agree. Oh, sorry to hear. They have to be faithful by default now. That is not what they signed up for. <laughs> oh, no. It's people cheating in the pandemic. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's people getting COVID cooties. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you, though. I agree that... Um, traditional sense of marriage is outdated. Um, but I do think that a lot of us fall victim to thinking that our marriage has to be traditional. Yeah. 
Yeah. It can be, that's why I asked you, how do you see the legalities of it? Because it can be whatever you and that partner decided to be legally. Hmm. That's kind of like Will Smith and Jada, like, we, we all like kind of laughed at them and stuff like that, but they basically were like, we're going to operate our marriage how we want to, even though that might not fall into like, no, Zaynab, that's literally what you said. <laughs> the, the way Will's face said, it, when she said entanglement, the Will's, Will's face, did, she definitely violated the agreement. I don't know what agreement. See, even when you have open marriages, you can still have agreements that are violated, even yeah. if they're not traditional. But yeah. my point was like, they they have set up a marriage that's not traditional by like American standards, and even within that, you can still break those agreements. Like even people in open relationship can feel still feel like they got cheated on, because there's a certain amount of rules that these right, two right. people set up that you can still break those those rules. Like the crazy thing is, this is kind of on top of a different. One of the most uh, the hardest arguments my wife and I had wasn't even cheating. It was. I bought a car for her without having a conversation with her. And she felt like, bro, you really don't value my opinion on stuff. And it was, it was on the same path as if I had done something like, uh, with like got caught having an emotional affair, like not exactly the same, but you like that. Was pain painful, was, right? Yeah. The pain was still like, you really going to just make this huge decision without me talking clearly. And I was like, girl, I'm buying a car for you. Like you tripping. You know what I'm saying? This was a long time ago when I didn't know as much as I knew now, as I know now. But um, and that wasn't even cheating. But the the, well, the fallout. I feel like I'd, I'd be, I would be you back then, because it's like, oh, but it was a gift. I'm not supposed to tell you. Listen, man. Let me tell you what I realized. Saying so, there's a lot of unspoken stuff too, right? Like what happened was, I'm sorry to hear. We going a little long, but we was in it short anyway. What happened was my car was going out right? The clutch that went out. So we needed a new car. So in my mind, I'm like, if I don't have a new car, I can't get to Santa Monica, which when I was working for Osmus, I can't get to the money. As a man, I feel like I can't provide if I can't, you know, drive to these sets and get to, you know what I'm saying, get the money. Uh, my wife was working her regular job. I need to feel like I'm doing my part as a provider. But that's not what I communicated. All I said was, this car's tripping and I got to work, right? So she wasn't tripping that I bought the car. She was tripping that I didn't sit down and have a conversation with her and express those emotions and also say, hey, um, the, the, the clutch is going out in this car. What do you want to do? You want to trade it in? Do you want to sell it and buy something else? You know what I'm saying? I just went and made a decision that affected her without even including her. Because when you're married, you know, it's, it's joint credit, it's joint bills. But I was like, I'm going to get it. Don't worry. I'm going to get the money for it. Don't trip. But she was like, we could have a conversation of what this car looks like, what this payment looks like, and all that. So what it really was a problem was she wasn't feeling seen, heard, and valued because I went and made a huge decision for both of us without consulting her at all. And that's the big issue in marriage is about being vulnerable, which is a hard word for me to say. But, but yes, I think, but the, and that was like, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Meg. No, no, no. Go finish. Go finish. I was just saying, Pat, I made that, that mistake like 10 years into marriage. That was only like 2013 or 14. That was when we first moved to LA. So um, the last thing I'll say, somebody tweeted this. They said, if you're married for like 20, 30 years, you've been married to four different people. Mm -hmm. So you're lucky if you can be married to that same person. And that is so true. Melissa, prior to kid, 
to, to one kid, different person. Two kids, different person. When her parents got divorced, different person. Entrepreneur Melissa is different than Melissa who worked a corporate job. You know what I'm saying? Like, in each one of those um, seasons in our life, and same thing for me, when I got fired, I was like feeling down on myself. I wasn't, you know, confident and stuff like that. Uh, at all deaf, different person, entrepreneur living his whole life. So trying to match those feelings up at the same time with love and without, you know, losing it. That's the thing that makes it hard to be married for a long time. It's a lot, a lot of work. With that thinking though, wouldn't you say that divorce makes more sense because it, people grow apart or, or turn into different people? I fully get why people get divorced. Like sometimes people just be like, I don't, I don't feel like doing all that. Or you're growing apart, and that's not necessarily like bad. It's just like you kind of got to grow apart and grow back together. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, like you got to kind of like grow apart and then come back together, and you know make sure you're tapping in with that person because otherwise you realize, dang, I don't really know this person anymore. It's usually because you weren't checking in with them as they were going through this change. You know what I'm saying? Like the when person I was at all day. Okay, I'm sorry. When you started using titty tape, did she immediately reject that? Or is that something that she just kind of- This was constructive. This was a very, this was very constructive. And I, I, I she didn't love you through all, you said four different people. You've had that same bad body this whole time. You've been the same person again. <laughs> what happened, Zainab? This is why we can't have yeah, my- I, for one, was not setting you up. I was listening. It doesn't matter. If it wasn't me, it would have been Meg. If it wasn't the next episode, it would have been Pat. This is the the culture. Every time y'all start getting too real, somebody interrupts it. It happens to me all the time. So I just felt good that I was able to do it to somebody else. How about that? Misery loves company. Now put your bra back on like a big girl and let's finish out this episode. Literally thinking, man, this last conversation we were having is like... A great, you know, variation from what we have. Shout out to Zaynab. We should have her more. And then Tahir was like, back to what we do. (laughs) (laughs) Set your lactating ass up and wrap it up. No, I was going to say, though, but Pat, I feel like whatever works for, like, Pat is, I don't see him ever in a traditional, like, a Kevin, a Melissa type of marriage. Pat is going to probably have a lifetime partnership with some chick who's amazing. She understands his work. She lets him do whatever. She probably lets the love threesome happen here and there. He gonna be just fine. (laughs) Listen, I read something um, right now says that it's about 40 to 50% of married couples in the United States get a divorce. But something else said that 60% of couples who get married between the ages of 20 and 25 will end a divorce. Uh, Early. You don't even know yourself at that point. That's true. That's true. What Kev said about people changing over time, like being married for 20 years is four different people, that is so true. You don't even like the same pizza that you did in your 20s, uh, in your 30s that you did in your 20s. Like everything changed. That's how you grew? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like vegetables bus. on it now. <laughs> See, now it's, full, now it's full gone. See? We, we, we lost it. We never get in the back. <laughs> Well, I think that the spouses have it on that one. Um, thank you guys for watching another episode of Squadcast Versus. Continue to send your uh, suggestions to my inbox on Instagram. Only on Instagram. Stop emailing me. Shit. I don't know how many times I can say it. It's People not are watching old point. episodes to hear. That's why. They, they're watching old episodes when you said that. I never say email. I always said, I always said, hit me. At the very up. beginning, you said email, didn't you? No, inbox. 
Okay, then I did talk. shut up. Inbox. Wait, you're, but your inbox is also in an email, so you should no, probably. My inbox, DM I'm talking about Insta Instagram in inbox, Meg. What are you talking Just about? Just say DM me. Oh, yeah, that's a fantastic point. Inbox me could be could mean email. Nobody, no, no, nobody says inbox me your resume. No, they say email me your resume. You say inbox, you automatically think about nobody it. says inbox me, period, but you, right? So people are taking what they what I they know, want. Hey, when they say inbox, typically to hear them talking about an email, so yeah, stop saying just and maybe. Meg, you're not married, so shut up, too. Uh, you got horse you teeth that, that need to be sawed down. Shut up. <laughs> Horsty, <laughs> you say filed down? <laughs> she said you. I just saw it again when you smiled. <laughs> hey, imagine, imagine uh, Tahir getting his horseshoes changed. <laughs> I mean, he is built like a centaur, so. I I'm not gonna go out on a negative note like that. I was about to say something really <laughs> bad about your shoulders and Pat. I will, I'll slap you, okay, Pat. Are you, you ready, boy? So he's like, <laughs> <laughs> come on. <laughs> he was a horse. His name was Mr. Bread. <laughs> he a cheese biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> That's been another episode of Squadcast Versus. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. We will talk to y'all later. Peace. <laughs>